This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Voy Media. Here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Rutia here. And this is Eric Philippou. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about eight ways to lower your advertising costs. So what we've seen as year over year has gone by, the Facebook platform has gotten more expensive. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about some ways that you can that you could do to lower these advertising costs. Absolutely. We see some reports even see a 100% year over year increase in ad costs. So by this time next year, it's going to be even worse, and it's only going to get worse. So you need to know how to lower your costs, or else it's almost going to be an unprofitable platform at some point. So the first one is very obvious, and we've mentioned this in other episodes, is just better creatives. So this will just lower your cost per click. Uh, The more people, basically, who click, let's say you get charged in cost per thousand impressions, so the more people, if you increase your click-through rate, the more people who click from those thousand impressions, the lower each cost, the lower each click is going to cost. So the way you do that is just by testing better creatives and always, basically, always be ready to test new creatives. Yep. Another way to lower your cost is with broader targeting. So one thing that we've seen is as you get more specific in targeting on Facebook, the CPMs. Uh, go up, but when you do broader targeting such as just age or gender, your CPMs generally decrease. So with broader targeting, you really want to do this if you spent already a good amount of money on Facebook, just because then the algorithm will know what to target and who to target it to. So in the beginning, you might definitely need to be doing some interest targeting and of course lookalikes. But basically with lower CPM, you're going to be more likely to target people that Facebook thinks is going to convert, so it's going to definitely help you out with your, your targeting. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll see this general trend throughout the episode. The more people you're reaching, the lower your CPM is going to be. And like lookalikes, maybe you're doing 1% lookalikes. We get a lot of accounts that they're hyper-targeted. They're too segmented. And you can't reach a lot of people. You need to be reaching at least six, seven, eight-figure number of people. Don't be afraid to do a 10% lookalike or a 5% lookalike and even some kind of more vague audience interests. And always try to use that interest expansion feature in the interests when applicable. Uh, The third way to decrease your advertising costs, similar to broad targeting, is using all placements or audio auto placements. This is similar to broad targeting because you're just reaching more people. And as you reach more people, their CPMs are going to decrease because you're more likely to reach lower competition audiences. This means all devices, all operating systems, everything. Uh, many accounts we see, they, maybe they're just romantic about the Instagram feed or just the Facebook mobile feed or just desktop even. No, you got to be on all of them. Another one we see is, oh, I don't want my feed ad to show up in an IG story because I didn't make it in the IG story style. Don't worry about that. Those convert really well. You'd be surprised. Just look at the, let the data make that decision for you. Yep. Yeah, but then going on that IG story one, so one thing that... It, this also touches back on all placements. So one thing you'll probably notice is uh, when Facebook releases a new placement, 
you you won't automatically get placed into that placement unless you create a new campaign or duplicate it, and then those new placements are selected. So if you're if you've been running campaigns for the past few months and Facebook releases a new sort of placement, you definitely want to go back and maybe duplicate that campaign and retick that box. That way you can take advantage of the new placements. And talking about IG stories is if you see IG stories are converting or you're sort of seeing very cheap CPMs, it is worthwhile to go back and then make a creative that is just for IG stories and use some of the features that are native to that placement. With IG stories, you really wanna be using maybe some polls or stickers that you see other friends and family post because then it'll look more native. Yeah, and it's also not uncommon common for us to do is campaigns just with uh, IG stories placements because right now we're seeing them convert really well and we're getting super cheap conversions just because like we said before, most people just aren't using them when it's a really great um, placement. And then, uh, yeah, for us, we're seeing much lower CPMs on this placement on average. Yep, and then another one is international targeting. With international targeting, targeting this is just an easy way to increase your audience size. Um, with it, we've seen most accounts are scaling to 300 or 400, 500K a month. They need to be doing international targeting um, just because we get cheaper conversions in other, you know, first party, third, not third world countries, but, you know, uh, countries such as UK, New Zealand, Australia, we've seen those convert really well. So definitely want to be at least maybe talk to your fulfillment center or shipping center, center to see how you can ship to those places. Another great thing about other countries besides US, US is that they don't expect that two to one day shipping yet, such as people here in America with Amazon always having that sort of expectation. So you can you know, get, the, get their items within a week and that could save you some money there. Um, this also gives you a great sort of new set of interests and behaviors that you can tap into in this domestic, these sort of markets that aren't maybe not be available in your domestic market, for, for example. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, make sure your ads are only targeting the language of your ad. So if you're going international, just hit, if you're doing worldwide, make sure your ads are in English. If your ads are in English, make sure you're only targeting people with English language profiles. So that's something, that's a really good way to mitigate risk. Another interesting part, Facebook just rolled out in the last week or so, is you can do, uh, worldwide lookalike audiences. And that's a huge thing. So if you're scaling internationally, make sure to do that worldwide lookalike audiences. One of the reasons some people don't want to scale internationally is because, oh, my lookalike is in the US. I've been only doing lookalikes. What, I have to make uh, whatever, 580 lookalikes, one for every country? No, you can just, you basically do geot. Now a lot of lookalikes, um, they're based on the ad sets geography. Um, you're going to start seeing that in your ads manager soon. And even in ads manager, you can make a worldwide lookalike. The next one on our list is manual bidding. So, I mean, it's pretty conventional wisdom. A lot of accounts we get, they always ask, oh, we, why are you doing manual bidding? Um, I thought we, we always just do auto bidding. It's very rare, actually, that we get an account that's in manual bidding and doing it right. So manual bidding, you're basically telling Facebook I only want to pay for conversions that have a certain cost or a certain return on ad spend. And I mean, this naturally is a good way to cut costs because you're only going to be bidding. Let's say I only want to spend $50 on a conversion. You put a bid saying that I want to, I want to spend this. Then Facebook will not even look for people who cost a lot more than that for you. Um, there are a few different types of manual bidding strategies. One is called cost cap. 
uh, another one is called midcap. The difference is uh, you, you can look into yourself, but basically one caveat when you're doing uh, manual bidding is that to pay very close attention to delivery. So sometimes you bid very low and there's simply not enough people in your audience for the ad to spend and deliver because there are not a lot of people in that audience who would convert at the price you set. So the reason you have to rate, you have to gradually raise the bid to increase delivery, but you have to be very careful because if you increase it too much, it'll spend, it can spend like wild. So you have to be very careful. Normally it doesn't happen, but you just have to know that if you're going into manual bidding, you have to be prepared for that. So you have to watch it very closely. Uh, and just another note on manual bidding, it is common to bid higher than your target CPA just to get delivery and for the actual CPA to not to be much lower than whatever you're bidding on. We have some accounts where I'm bidding $250 for a CPA in a cost cap style bid strategy, but the CPA is just $50. So that's how extreme this can get. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to bid really high. And if your cost cap is not working, try bid cap. Bid cap is basically lowest cost with bid cap is another word for it. It's basically like auto bid, except it won't bid. It, it's the purest form. It's auto bid, but basically you won't bid on anything higher than whatever CPA limit you set. So that's a good one. Okay, yep. And for the next one is another, another great one is Snapchat. So the CPMs on Snapchat are a fraction of what they are on Facebook. A lot of people don't believe in Snapchat as a platform to get sales on, but we're using it as another way to scale and also for branding purposes for clients that want to spend uh, more money to get their products uh, out there or just brand out there. Some of the benefits of Snapchat are it's a super easy platform to set up and use. It's really quick. The support on Snapchat is great. They love talking to, to new advertisers because they, they also want uh, people to be on their platform. And according to Snapchat, 90% of people in the U.S. ages 13 to 24 are on Snapchat, which is actually more than Facebook and Instagram combined. So if you have a strong audience in this sort of demographic, um, you may want to definitely use this platform, aside from it just being low, much lower cost. And again, similar to Facebook, they have the pixel for tracking, they have the lookalike audiences, they have custom audiences, um, and they also have really great uh, team, like I said, support there. Yeah, another interesting benefit of Snapchat, just quickly on the topic, um, you can use third-party data on Snapchat. Well, they have like Visa purchase data, so audience targeting is good. But that's a whole other episode that we'll get to later. The next one is just increasing customer lifetime value. And you can do this by utilizing unpaid media like email and your organic posts. The easiest money to get is money that you've already won. So, but yeah, strong email presence, uh, messenger broadcasts, things like this where you're reaching people who you can segment by maybe things they bought. Uh, that's a really good way to increase your customer lifetime value is marketing on unpaid mediums. And when you increase your customer lifetime value, you're decreasing the cost per acquire, to acquire them because if the average person buys twice, or let's say the average number of purchases is 1.5 uh, number of people, whatever, if your repeat purchase rate is higher, uh, the more purchases you're getting, the cost per purchase is a lot lower, uh, will decrease. So that's how you're decreasing costs with more, more repeat business. Um, yep. So those are the eight ways to lower your advertising costs. And to go over them real quick, it's one, better creatives, 
two, broader targeting, three, using all placements on Facebook, four, taking advantage of Instagram stories, five, international targeting, six, using manual bidding, seven, Snapchat as a platform for growth, and the last one, increasing your customer lifetime value. So thanks, guys, for listening to today's episode. This is Kevin. This is Eric. All right, talk to you guys soon. Bye. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.